go. It's the power pose. You got to be ready. Okay. Presentation. Everybody, welcome back to episode number four of the Focus Point Podcast. My name is Mark. And I am Alia. And today we're going to be talking about working with brands and everything that we know that there is to know about working with brands. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Oh, Mark moved the mic closer so you could hear us better. If you heard us better before, I apologize. <laughs> um, but let's get started. Working with brands. This has been one of the top, top topics that I have been asked to talk about. Um, and Mark's going to add in different things throughout the podcast to see how he knows things behind the scenes as well, because yeah. him himself is a brand. Um, <laughs> and I feel like this is just fun things to know, even if you aren't an influencer yeah. or, content or you creator. want to start doing it or you just want to understand what we're doing in the first place like we've had two conversations in the last two weeks with like her best friend and her mom about like what am i doing yeah. like we see you post pictures but i have no idea what this means <laughs> like you get a something like a product and then, yeah, yeah yeah and i'm like yeah, it's a little more than that um but let's kick it off with basically who I am. So my name is Alia. I am half of the podcast and I mainly do influencer work on my social media accounts like Instagram and my blog. Um, and a bunch of people over the time that I've had my social media networks have asked like, oh, how do you start working with brands? Like I see everyone get this one company and we all post on the same day or within the same time period. And a lot of you wonder like, is there like a website where like everyone just knows where to go? Because if so, I don't know where that is. And what information did everyone else get that I didn't get? Well, this is the podcast to explain all of that ins and outs and where you guys also can go. I'm going to provide all of my resources that I currently have that I am using to create um, content for brands, also paid and non-paid, things like that. Sorry, I had to breathe. Um, so how to get brand deals. So first off, let's just start talking about which brands do you technically want to work with? Uh, obviously, not every brand in that is existing is something that's right for you. Like, I do not have a pet. I do not have a child. So I will not be working with brands that give products for pets or children Unfortunately, on the pets part <laughs> yeah mark really wants a dog um so it's not if ever i see those brands reaching out to people i have to think to myself is oh this would be a cool opportunity but i don't have anything that they're selling the product for like everyone will clearly see through if i have a baby in my arm selling this like child product i'm just gonna be like oh you don't have a child why are you saying that it's been so helpful with raising a child? I'm going to be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. No, obviously, you guys see what I do. Like, I don't have a child. So there's no reason for me to work with that brand. Now, what were you going to say? And it comes off more authentic when you're working yeah. with brands that 
you even have had used yeah. before you started working with them. Like I unfortunately uh, buy so many clothes. So every time a brand that I've personally worn or shopped at reaches out and I'm like, okay, that's great. Like I can put in my full heart in this because I actually enjoy wearing the clothes or wearing the products that they give, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, going and working with the brands that you know, you also have to know their expectations and you also have to know the brand's goals of your content that you'll be creating, right? So if I work with a brand and they say, hey, we are expecting you to give me these three deliverables. It could be an Instagram story, a post, a blog article, stuff like that, in exchange for either compensation or products. Now, when starting out, and I'm not saying this for everyone, but for myself when starting out, I took a lot of products for exchange for Instagram posts because I wanted to get get brands under my belt for when I, yeah, I wanted to build my repertoire, I guess. He's looking at me weird. Is that the right word? word, Oh, okay. Cool. We're going to go with that. I sound classic. There's like show brands that you have experience of working with brands. Yeah. Um, Which I have all the brands that I've ever worked with on my website. So if I ever send a pitch to a brand and I'll send them to that exact link on my website, they can see everyone I've ever created stuff with and the actual content that I've put out for that brand. Which is also kind of like a media kit. Yeah, which I highly, highly, highly suggest if you do not have a media kit and you're an influencer or content creator, get on that. Get on that. Well, what is a media kit? What is a media kit, you may ask? Well, everyone in the universe does not know what a media kit is. Um, A media kit basically breaks down all of your social platforms onto a one page document hopefully it's a one page document if you have more than one page it's it's very tricky yeah it's very tricky like brands want to be able to like look at one page and know everything there is about you which is hard but for a brand they want to make sure that they don't have to search for the answer to what they need to know um but i usually have on there my name a little intro about me And then different insights and diagnostics of my social media platforms, my engagement, my reach, like stuff like that. Yeah, analytics. And then it also is a key thing that I learned um, last year, actually, to put the percentage of female and male that are following you, because there are some brands that want to reach a specific demographic that they haven't reached but if you have more reach in that demographic they'll more likely want to work with you so that's always like a tidbit to add is like i didn't know that you should include that but now i have and uh, we've gotten so many brand deals in the past month that are like we want to do this because we see that this resonates well with your audience which is like the brands are always looking for their target audience Mm -hmm. and which influencers or creators are going to like hit those markets that they're looking for. Correct. Correct. So um, I did a partnership with Hoover, which is a vacuum company. Vacuums and apparently other appliances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I 
uh, put all my I updated my media kit and put all my um, insights and engagement on there and included that demographic of the age group that follows me and women to men ratio for engagement. And they saw that women between 27 and I think 30. 42, 27 to 42 were the highest that engage with my platform. And those are usually the ones that have households or have children, have pets, all that. So they knew that within that demographic I could reach, it'll be more likely to have that reach for people that need appliances or are looking for vacuums than those that are more college face like maybe 15 to 21, because not a lot of people, I mean, I knew when I was like in 15, I really didn't care to clean the house. Like it wasn't really like my number one thing. And if you were cleaning the house, you weren't buying a vacuum. No, I was not buying a vacuum. That's another thing. Like they want to make sure the people that they're sending stuff to can reach that demographic where they're able to afford the product. That's another thing um, that you guys should include is the demographic age range that you guys have on your social media accounts. It's very helpful, very useful to put in your media kit. Yeah, just all those analytics on your media kit. Yeah. And then I also include like brands that I've worked with in the past. I usually choose the ones that are more well known um, just so people will be like other brands, not people. Well, they are people, but other brands are like, oh, okay, I personally know this brand and they liked working with her. And stuff like that. I also, every time I work with a brand, I usually get a little snippet of, like, basically a review about, like, how they felt working with me, like, how they liked my content and stuff like that. And put, like, it's basically like a... Testimonial. Yeah, testimonial for business. is like, um, so Veer Bradley and... um when I worked with Unique Vintage, like people like that, they sent me little testimonials that are like, oh my gosh, Ollie was so great working with, speedy content, like amazing, Mark's videos were so high quality, like little stuff like that. So they know, hey, like this is actually someone referring this influencer and they worked so well. So I usually include that as well. So it's like, it's your own words to like say, hey, like pitch, I'm pitching you this, but to have other people who know don't necessarily know you personally vouch for you as well is very you know useful to other people that are reading your media kit do you also put pricing on a media kit or is that when you okay so i don't put it i didn't i don't include pricing um and there's a couple reasons why um so (laughs) unfortunately there are companies out there that will take advantage of you and um it's not always the ones that you see coming. It can be the ones that you really love and hold near and dear to your heart because you actually use their product. But the moment they see a number, they won't go past that number. Yeah. Even if they ask you for more and you say, oh, this, oh, well, according to your media kit, it's only $40 extra to add this. And I got bit in the butt twice by that because I, you know, we talk, influencers talk about how much we've gotten paid or like other um, opportunities that have risen up. And I was so incredibly mad at myself that I put my pricing on there because I could have got paid double mm-hmm. for what I got. But because I sent them that pricing, 
that's what they send to their managers and their managers want to budge. So I very, very highly suggest don't put your pricing on there because you know what you're worth. Yes. But if they ask you for more things, you can raise and raise and raise that pricing a little bit for the amount of things that you have to buy for the um, content. And also you have to supply yourself with a wage that's very well to be you know, living off of. So yeah, just each brand is different and they're going to want different Different things, deliverables like you were talking about. Absolutely. So you never want to say, oh, this is how much I do for this. Or this is the only things I do. Like you only, you may have only pricing for story or post, but in reality you would want to do a blog. You could do a video. You could do like a takeover on their Instagram. So like, don't limit to yourself and just include like testimonials, insights, a little bit about yourself. And then, um, I also sometimes include little pictures on there just to show them a face of who they're going to be working with and stuff like that. Cool. Um, another thing that I would like to get into about working with brands is if you, let's say you work very hard on a pitch to a brand that you, you know, put blood, sweat, and tears into, make a mood board, and I'll get into mood boards next. So I touched a little bit on the first one, but you make a mood board, you send it, and they don't answer you back, or they say no. But then your friend did the same thing. And they said yes and are paying them. Please, 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 one, still support that friend because they put as much blood, sweat, and tears in it as you did. Two, don't feel discouraged because, like we said before, every brand is looking for a specific niche, right? And they want to make sure that they hit that niche for their uh, company goals. So if you see that you, I don't know, if you worked with Box Lunch, but then one of your friends did it and you saw that that friend kind of like pushed you away a little bit or you were that friend that pushed someone away because you saw them working with brands that you wanted to work with, but they said no to you. Please, please, please still be supportive. I drive this into everybody's brains that I am friends with that you support regular content on a daily basis, like a picture of me, Mark, or a picture of me at Disney, you know, stuff like that. That isn't brand. But then when, you know, content creators put out those ads that we work the same amount of hard, not even harder on those, it I, we see that the engagement dropped down because it's an ad. When you should still want to support those content creators because it's not only that's what they're doing to make money or like even reach out and gain and gain exposure for more brands but i still want you guys to support them 110 percent, even on those paid posts because that's what really drives other people to want to work with them so in the end it benefits both of you because they see that you're a great friend and they're, you're supporting them but it also benefits them because they're able to work with other brands or even that brand again and it'll just like encourage them so if you support when there are like sponsored posts, mm-hmm. they'll be able to create more content. That's what you normally like. Yeah, I don't know. So, no, yeah, it's true because there are like we like I said before, there are specific things brands look worth for deliverables, and the more things that they see that that content creator is able to do, the more freedom that they'll be able to get. Because there are some brands that are like, we would like something like this and only like this. 
And then it doesn't do well on their page because people don't engage with it as well. But it's like, well, everyone else is engaging on other people's posts. Why not mine? Because it's a paid sponsorship. So that's what I'm trying to get at is like, don't shut off the engagement or your don't be a don't not be a hype woman for your friends if it's a paid post. That would that should give you even more of a reason to hype up that person so that brand that they're working with sees, man, like all these she has an amazing community built around her. So many people support this woman, you know? Okay. Um, the next thing that I want to touch on for brands. Oh, sorry, did I? I feel like I just yelled at you guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, the next thing I want to touch on are the resources that I have, um, for you guys for the networking sites for influencers. How do you find them? How I find brands to work with because when that Hoover thing came out, there's so many people that are like, I've seen four of my People that I follow for influencers all posted the same brand. How did you get there? And you know me. I don't like to, you know, gate off that information. I give it to you right away. You guys can sign up and go with it because in the end, it's... Community over competition. Yes, community over competition over and over and over again. But I'm going to go slow with these because it's five networking sites that I've used um, that together have made me quite a bit of money uh, and given me quite a bit of products that we use in our home in exchange for content. So the first one is Aspire IQ. It's A-S-P-I-R-E-I-Q. And that you set up linked to your Instagram and Facebook. And that way they take all your analytics. You don't have to take put anything in. And then you can go ahead and connect with companies. Um, there's a bunch, a bunch of paid sponsorships. And there's a lot of gifted sponsorships on there. So it depends on where you're at working. And there's a lot of common brands on there that you're able to work with. Another one is called Heartbeat. Um, just like it says, the first word is heart. The next word is beat. Um, this one I haven't had success with. Um, it automatically prices uh, collaborations for you. You don't really get a say in what you get paid. But there, for people that just want to get out and work with brands and just want to get started in this, I suggest it because they have pretzel companies, Disney Plus is on there, different things like that. So if you want to start getting out into your, or like getting out of your little bubble and creating stuff for other brands, that's one I suggest. Another one is called obviously, literally how it is, the word obviously. And this is more of, uh, I'm not saying elite brands, but like general well-known brands like Reebok is on there, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, um, Skechers is on there, um, a bunch of clothing companies, stuff like that. Um, Those you actually apply for. And then once you're like, um, once you're in their system, they'll send you like, um, applications for their collapse that they're looking for. And then you just apply and then submit it. And then they'll email you if you got accepted or not. You don't have to continuously check back or anything, but obviously sends me emails like, Hey, we have this new collaboration with so-and-so click here to apply. And you click and it goes into your like basically saved information, like your shipping address, all that. And then you hit apply. I did that one with Moose Munch, Russell Stover. Um, we, I, we just did a collab with 
the Sparkled Ice Company for the drinks. Some of them are paid, some of them are not, but it's more well-known brands and actually things that you actually use. Um, Another one is called Activate. These, the majority of them are paid collaborations and you can make quite a bit of money on Activate. Um, I currently just in one month have made $1,100 just off Activate. Um, for this book company that Mark and I are doing, working with, and then um, for uh, another clothing company that we're working with. And those are majority paid collaborations, and there's a bunch of other ones on there, like Essie, The Nail Polish, um, Tinder's on there, Bumble, like different um, social networking apps as well. And the last one is called Maverick, but it's M-A-V- R-C-K. Now, this one is the same. Like, obviously, well, they'll send you emails whenever there's a collaboration ready. Um, So all I suggest is look into them, see what you want to do, see what um, brands are associated with that platform and go from there. Um, I always say apply to all the ones that you meet credentials for because there's no maximum that you can apply for. And obviously you can apply to the ones that you think you'll enjoy. Um, So those are the five networking sites that I currently use that I've had major success with. Um, And going in with success and everything and content creating is um, take time to do things that you want to do. Don't stress out that much if your feed isn't aesthetically pleasing, if you haven't posted a selfie in like six days or a brand post in, you know, a week or whatever. Just make sure that your social network is what actually actually like you want to show um you don't have to make sure that it's you know curated yeah um anyone can cook anyone can content create an influence <laughs> oh, my right? Lord. <laughs> oh my god um anyway um another thing i suggest uh is connecting with other creators that you find inspiring um, I have connected with so many over quarantine that I saw doing really cool photo shoots in home. And the more and more people you connect with, uh, you'll basically obviously create a community and that community will share their tips on how to work with brands or even brands that they see that are applying for. Um, there's this one company that it's a influencer collective. Um, they send you like a box that you can apply for and it has like different brands inside that box. Um, but they also post like, Hey, we're going to do like a collab with them. And then you can go and see if they're looking for anyone personally to work with and you don't have to go through another agency. Um, Another thing that Mark and I want to ingrain, engrave, ingrain, engrave in your brain is you don't need a professional camera to be a content creator. Um, I know plenty of people that use their iPhones or even like the little doodad cameras that you can buy. Uh, doodad I don't know what they're called. Um, that you can buy and their content is still looks amazing. Yeah, sometimes and th- you can't even tell the difference. No, honestly. Oh, that was all you were saying. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, we uh, we get multiple 
comments or questions are like, hey, 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 uh, what what camera do you use? And I'm like, oh, I use this, but you don't need this to get great content or work with people. Um, so we're going to wrap this up with working with. You said I had two minutes. No, I said we're at 20 minutes. Oh, never mind. We're not going to wrap this up. He gave me <laughs> I was the. Like, I still have stuff to say. Oh, my... okay. Mark, you well, take it away. Do you have anything else? No, no, no. I'm going to save this for the end. I thought you said I had two minutes. So I was no. going to speed talk for I a second. I had two zero. <laughs> two. Okay. I thought you went two zero zero as in like two minutes. Whatever. Anyway, continue. Go for it. Now presenting <laughs> Mark Young and his knowledge. Not too much on this, but just working with brands or even like clients on my side of things. It's like you always want to know what the goals and expectations are. They, It's always good to under promise, but over deliver. So figure out what they need and then sometimes add a little bit extra. Add a little bit of spice. Yeah, just so they keep coming back. Um, and also knowing what they want. So like we were talking about at the beginning, like if they want a picture of just you and a post or if they want you, a flat lay, a story. <laughs> you can speak. Oh. <laughs> Product shots. Product shots, yeah. I was trying to mouth it to him like, <laughs> product. <laughs> but yeah, just knowing what they want helps you to figure out what you can deliver to them. Also, I want to add, there's a lot of brands that don't want other brands in there that yeah. have logos. So usually no logos is also a sign that like, because you don't want to have competing brands with another brand in one picture. Yeah. And then uh, there's something else. Oh, and you had mood boards you were going to talk about. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're reaching out to brands, it doesn't hurt to. Well, first, it might not be the initial thing you want to do, Create just so a they don't for them. steal your idea, kind of. Mm -hmm. But just figuring out uh, like what look they're going for as well. Mm -hmm. Not just deliverables, but do they want you on a hike outside, or do they want you on your couch? And also figuring out what you normally produce and not going too far out of your authentic like image mm -hmm. but say a brand does want you to go outside on a hike and take this picture but that's not what you normally like create ask them if it's okay to do something else that's kind of like a combination of the two just so it seems more like like authentic. Yeah. And you can also create a mood board and be like, okay, I can't do this, but here's my mood board of my ideas to show off the brand and product. How, what do you think? Yeah. And reaching out to brands, she was listing off the five different ones that she uses, but you can also just like reach out to some of them on Instagram. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. I definitely reach out to a lot of brands via DM. I have like a little template that I wrote um, that I always send and I make sure to change good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending on the time I reach out. And then, um, and then share some ideas about what you think you want to yeah. create. Absolutely. And then they usually send me to the marketing or influencer relations email. And then that allows me to have a doorway in with that direct content, uh, content, um, contact. <laughs> so that way I can show them the content that I want to create for that brand. And then also just being nice to the brand throughout the whole process. Oh my gosh, like, please be I, open with your communication. 
Go oh ahead. my gosh. Seem- well, because I've also worked with influencers on my side, and I, <laughs> I have come in contact with some like people that just ghost brands until they want their money, and then I'm like. Well, you gave us one photo and you didn't hit any of these deliverables. So I can pay you, but not to the rate that we did because you didn't do any of the things that we talked about or that you agreed to in the contract. Yeah. So just be like open with your communication. If they give you a certain deadline, but you're going to be out of town or Mm -hmm. you have work going on, like let them know. Yes. They're very flexible. Yeah. Yeah. If they, if you're, they're sending a product to you and that product doesn't get there, just send them an email and be like, Hey, I know in like three days I'm supposed to create content, but the package for the product hasn't been delivered yet. They'll be like, Oh, no worries. And then they'll move back the deliver date. So like, they don't know there's an issue unless you tell them there's an issue. They aren't FedEx. They don't know if USPS lost your package. Yeah. They don't know your apartment complex if someone stole your package. So just be open communication with anyone you're working with. And another thing that I want to tell you guys a little... Um, I forgot the word. <laughs> uh, suggestion. There we go. That's what it is. Um At the end of each collaboration I do, I send the brand a thank you email um, that thanking them for letting me work with them and giving me the opportunity. I had such a great time um, creating A, B, and C. Um, I look forward to working working with you guys again for D, E, F, like different things that they'll be like, oh, wow, one, they thought... The influencer thought of us as actual people thanking Mm -hmm. us for our hard work working for the brand. And also, she's excited to work with us again because she has these three other ideas that she would want to incorporate with our brand. So it allows them to put you on a list for their next like um, like drop or new product coming out, campaigns that they're looking for, um, like for Valentine's Day. I reached out to my six brands that I'm creating for Valentine's Day at the beginning of December because I was like, I would absolutely adore to do this for you guys. Mark and I have so many cute ideas to do, date night stuff, and they're like, Oh, yeah, please. I'll write your name down. Please reach out in the middle of January so we can send the stuff. And all of them have gotten here and we're starting to create that content for Valentine's Day. So if you have ideas for holidays, for different things that you want to do, like a spring collection, summer collection, reach out to those brands two months in advance because... Luckily, nine times out of 10, they start making that list for that launch a month and a half in advance. So they know, okay, I have already hit that quota for the payment that I'm able for the money I'm able to use for that budget. And I can't work with any other influencers. But if you reach out earlier, they'll be like, oh, well, she's the first one that reached out. She has something that she's excited to do. Definitely on the list. Yeah. So like we were saying, just be nice. Mm -hmm. Even though you're working with a brand, you're working with people. people. Yeah. So get to know them, their names, who they are. And it's also a thing, you're networking in a way. If that person ends up leaving that company and going to another company that you've always wanted to work with but hasn't gotten it in, and then they reach out and say, hey. If you left a good taste or a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. So in a 
if you had left a good taste, they'll, they're they most likely to say, hey, I worked with Alia for this other brand. She was a great partner to do this on. Uh, I think we should definitely reach out to her for this brand to see if she's able to do it. Or if you go to apply and you fit everything, but you left a bad taste in your mouth and someone came over from that team, they're like... No, she didn't do any of this stuff, didn't really communicate, and the pictures were just, like, not good quality. Then that is, unfortunately, a missed opportunity for you. So always treat people with kindness because you never know where they're going to end up where you're going to need a favor or you're going to pitch something, and that person on the end is going to say, yes, they are great to work with, or no, I've worked with them in the past and they weren't that good. And then one more thing, kind of going back again, is they usually send like a creative brief along with what their deliverables are. So some people say we're around the theme parks in Orlando. So some people are like, oh, we want this picture taken in the park. Or sometimes they're like, we do not take them in a theme park. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, is every picture they've gotten so far in a theme park? So yeah, just know what they want. So the do and do nots of this. Because you don't want to waste your time either. Mm-mm. Like if you have to go back and reshoot that product after you spent all that time figuring out what you a location to do and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because time is money. So every time you're wasting on reshooting something or doing something over, you're losing out on having that time to do something better for another brand. Correct. Absolutely. And making sure you get adhesive wallpaper and not non-adhesive not wallpaper. Adhesive wallpaper. It's not like we're experiencing that or anything. Not me or anything. No, but no. continuing on. <laughs> um, well, I only really have one other thing to add, and this will lead into next week's podcast. Um, when working with brands, uh, I'm going to end this on this little tidbit. Make sure you know your worth. Um, when starting out, I thought I was only supposed to get paid like $50, $60 for things. And then I would talk to my friend and they'd be like, no, I got paid $750. And in my head, I'm like, well, I'm I'm absolutely worth that money. But I just missed out because I downplayed what I could do. And I downplayed even follower counts. Like, I don't have this many followers. I can't get paid that much. That's absolutely false. It shouldn't come down to followers. It shouldn't come. It shouldn't even come down to engagement wise. Like if you know that you can produce that and it'll be amazing and exactly what you picture, you're absolutely worth it. Because it all goes based on authenticity. If you are very, very passionate about this one thing and anyone who sees that picture understands and knows it, then it's great. Yeah. So next week we'll talk about talk about knowing your worth, pricing yourself, pricing with brands, and on my side, like pricing Business. yourself for photography and creative, like anything creative. Mm-hmm. Just knowing what you're worth and how to go about pricing yourself because it's a very personal topic. Because yeah. like you're putting a number on yourself, so it, like we'll talk about it more next time. <laughs> but. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Be sure to drop a follow. Subscribe. Follow on Instagram and on wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm -hmm. 
leave a rating. It really helps to like boost us up. Yeah. On, like your discovery page or whatever it's called. He's using these weird hand movements <laughs> to show the discovery page. Um, but yeah, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review. We love reading those. Um, we love seeing yeah. from wherever in the world you're listening from. It's really cool to see. Um, wherever you're listening, other than Apple iTunes, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And they're every Monday. And we can't wait to talk about with you guys next week as well. And if you have any questions about pricing yourself, like let us know, send us a message. Or yeah. Anything. And we can definitely touch on it in the next episode if you yeah. guys have direct questions. All righty. Thank you for listening. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs> have a great Monday. Bye. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.